Today on the news, we're going to talk about the chip shortage, where the market is headed, and finally, Porsche opening a boutique right here in the news. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, it has been an awesome time. We're here with the news today. I am your host, VIP Primo. And I, like I said, this was this was one for the record books. I think uh, I had probably most, most food I've ever eaten. And it was an enjoyable time with actually really good weather. The cold didn't move in for us until after everything blew over. Uh, but yeah, it was a great time. I hope everybody had the same kind of time. Unfortunately, uh, with this cold snap that's coming in, it really has affected how car shows and car meets are going on. So I'm starting to see people really now they're determining that they want to pack their vehicles up. I really the you guys out there on the West Coast and, you know, southern areas that have good weather all the time. I want to congratulate you on being able to do something awesome, because that's something that we you know, we see cold snaps up here and everybody's locking everything down. So. Uh, it turned into we, we really had a lot of momentum and it came into the to the to the time when it was like, OK, so we're going to have kind of a vacation here and then come back. And then, yeah, it didn't it didn't do what we needed it to do. Uh, but, yeah, that's OK. We're going to get scheduled in for the, the next year. Um, I'm ordering parts. My car is going up for some work getting some tires. Um, my other car is getting uh, fuel filters and junk like that. So everybody out there, this is a great time to start some kind of project or something. So don't forget that we're going to be having uh, this Wednesday is going to be another version of Carside Chat. I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to be discussing what the future is going to hold for us because some changes did happen and we do want to discuss it. Uh, I just don't want to discuss it right now with this with the channel. I want to have everybody around and kind of discuss what we as a group, you know, where we want to move forward. Um, so yeah, t don't forget to tune in that Wednesday. That means like and subscribe. Hit the uh, hit that button. Hit the bell. Do everything. You remember that we're not only here, but we're also on Spotify. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out the whole system to work that so we can add some music and do something a little bit different on uh, maybe the podcast side of it versus kind of the YouTube side, which is you know live. Give you guys something different for each kind of platform or whatnot, um, and make it specific. So it really comes down to the point of having the time to do this and you know putting everything together it, it was really nice when i had a team um and now that i we're rebuilding the team and putting everything back the way we needed to um things are going to change but just dial into us and i hope you guys enjoy what we're going to be coming down the line here so so today in the news and i'm going to give it's just kind of a commentary thing about we're going to do some opinionated pieces in here too um just to, to get an idea of what's going on right now because there's a lot of stuff that's kind of traumatic in the industry but it hasn't been really showing its traumatic side which i think is really weird um and the chip shortage that we have has been ongoing right now as everybody probably is aware uh most of the times there's two big companies that do the ship uh, the ships that are involved in this kind of automotive thing which is robert bosch and continental um, and that's the thing is, is what these automotive brands are learning now is, is they understand that these guys just really get their stuff from other places. So what automakers are trying to figure out right now, now, because they want to get around the shortage is they want to go to the source. Uh, and that's the thing is a lot of people are putting 
kind of a damper on that and saying that is a bad idea. So VW itself is looking to make strategic partnerships with some of these brands to basically, I guess, get stuff direct to them so that they don't have to wait. Um, others are recommending to invest in this production side of it. In other words, instead of VW going in and trying to partnership stuff or do something that way to put some sort of investment in and say, hey, maybe make open your own brand or open your own thing. This is a very in-depth conversation and i hate to do it when it becomes something that becomes very topical for us because we just kind of tell you this this kind of news side of it and give you kind of the skim over it and there's a lot more to this that goes on not just the idea of being able to do this chip thing but what goes into making a chip where you have to go to make a chip there's a lot of this that that is involved in it and i think a lot of people do see it as um topical and i mean there's no reason people wouldn't want to see it that way about looking something saying we want action uh and the reason is is because there's like a million vehicles that are just sitting idle waiting for these chips and nothing's happening so the thing that i kind of say is is don't just look at this from the news that we're giving out or or things of that nature i want you to understand how chips are made and that's really not something that we want to get into i don't want to take you to a chip factory or anything like that there's a lot of videos out there that you can check out to show you how they build chips what is going on with the supply chain stuff uh and why it's going in and why it's important to understand how the stuff is being produced and i think it'll give you a much better idea of how this system is not working the way they need it to and, and why it continues to be a problem uh, and why these guys are looking into options. And I can't blame them for making these options or looking into them. But the problem is, is that if we they end up going these other routes, is it going to make the problem worse or is it going to make the problem better? It might end up making the problem better for just that group. And that doesn't really help everybody because we have a huge problem overall when it comes to making vehicles right now and it and it revolves specifically around the ship thing so um <clears throat> that's the thing is, is i think that the the people out there that are kind of pushing against this and saying you know don't don't be the person that's going to be trying to convolute the system or go around or backdoor it be the person that goes hey let's let's invest in something so that we can make a better system in the future so that this doesn't happen and then we fix the problem that we currently have and i have to say i i personally feel that the latter is kind of a better route uh but like i said this is not an easy system to kind of put out there it's not an easy system to there's a lot of moving parts that go into this chip thing uh but just to know that there is no current end in sight and that's the unfortunate uh lesson that we're going to be taking away from this so what is clear right now is that dealerships are looking to open. They're looking to expand. Right now it is a buyer's market. And even with the supply being as low as it is, the market, it's it's going up. And the thing is, it's weird because people are owning their cars 12 years now. But still, the profits are going up. 2021 looks to be a record-breaking year for profits in comparison to the year before so apparently the problem that manufacturers are suffering or is not something that's happening to the dealerships that are out there us personally we've seen at least two to three exotic luxury vehicle dealerships open in the last couple of weeks and i just think that's really i mean it's crazy thinking about that like before you couldn't get stuff to open and now we're getting into the point of people who 
normally would not sell exotic cars or are trying to get in on this this thing uh people who normally wouldn't sell hot rods or older cars like that looking to get into it uh most of the times it was really you know dealerships didn't want to touch stuff old they wanted to touch stuff kind of fresh uh they didn't want to go down the rabbit hole of some of these these collector cars that would go into it and a lot of people now are i mean they just see the money that's into it and i think that that is the real truth here people are holding their cars on older but i think that with things going the way they're going uh people see that they're the loved cars that they have are going to be mothballed um i've seen my, my car at least one of them has gone up in value thousands of dollars over year over year over year uh and with this current buyer market people are offering me five and six thousand dollars more for a car that i'm like i what's going on you know uh so the thing is is when you start seeing this stuff it's just going to happen people are going to jump in it they're going to get involved in it they're going to open dealerships and they're going to open chains that you know trying to capitalize on it and there's nothing wrong with that i think it's the opportunity for you as a buyer to kind of look and see what's out there that's available um that's the other unfortunate part about this the price is going up a lot of people say you know buy when it's low and sell when it's high uh, well, if you own something before, then here's your opportunity to buy, sell it when it's high and maybe have a, uh, access to something that you've never had before. I don't know if this will have a downturn anytime soon. It may not. I know that mean, may seem weird, but uh, we're in a really weird time that, you know, these prices may be, this might be the low period. It might just be going up from here, especially if the cars that you love. I just read today that uh, the Cayman the next version of the cayman uh will actually be a hybrid i mean excuse me hybrid but electric so um that's the thing is, is these cars that we coveted and love so much effectively are being mothballed so you know that's that's something we have to think about and see where that goes down the road maybe people will be owning their cars 24 gears instead of just 12 but they, you know let's see how that goes the good news, this is something everybody tells me Lexus has been a very boring brand, and I don't get it. I have seen Lexus, and I am very excited about Lexus. They um were top in luxury for quality and top three overall for quality. And that is just something that, you know, Lexus has been able to take home over and over again. They have been number one of the best uh, brands in that has actually been able to number one be quality stay out of repair shops to get the work done uh but secondly be able to hold their value and over time a lot of people that i've been instructed and in says hey how would you invest your money and they said you know put it here do stuff with real estate you know invest this way uh but what kind of car hey pick up a lexus an older lexus if you will and drive it until the end of the world and if you plan on trading in you know the value is not going to you're not going to lose too much on the value or take too much of a hit and that's something that really lexus has done now in some of the cars in the past lexus has been very numb i, I understand that and i think that's a viable complaint i'm not saying that i agree with it 100 percent. a lot of the cars that i've driven i really liked how they were i think there were you know i i live off of a lot of aftermarket so i don't see a car of what i can see i see what i can do to a car uh which is something where lexus has really again really excelled at uh but they've had a really interesting luxury genre that has kind of defined their area in the genre and i think it goes to why they're so successful and so good in their uh their buyback or their overall value but uh, yeah it doesn't shock me at all for them to be uh, again one of the most uh, i think they was voted best most liked brand 
Uh, so yeah, that's huge news, especially for a luxury brand. I mean, brands out there that, I mean, if you're, I'm a old BMW and Mercedes guy and I'm telling you, I love my brand, but I love to hate it too. So, <laughs> you know, if you, you, as long as I can stay out of the uh, repair shop, yeah, yeah, I'm good. So lastly, what I want to say is the Porsche is creating a boutique showroom studio. This is something that just came out today. I really like the sound of it. They um they already have an Asia and a Europe version, uh, but they're going to put another one in Portland, Oregon. Uh, and this is made. This is the, I'm going to read the wording. So the CEO, uh, Kel Kroner, uh, made to build relationships over selling cars. So they don't want sale pressure. Uh, they're going to put classes and workshops. Um, and that's the, it's it's really great i think it's this is not something that's new i i hate to say that to them i hope that people don't think this is like the new concept out there but this is something that i think is really good i think we really have to i like the idea of taking these dealerships and making them areas that are not just sales areas but they're areas that you go to to kind of experience a brand i don't think that's something that every brand can do i don't think toyota can do it i definitely don't think honda can do it um, I just having worked in all these different brands, um, I'm not even, I, I'm, I'm not sure if like infinity could do it. I know that Lexus could do it. That Lexus could definitely make a, some sort of, you know, boutique style studio thing where you sit in and you enjoy the product and you kind of look at some of the history. Uh, but brands like Porsche, Ferrari, Lamborghini, these brands have immense history and Porsche is really, I think going in the right way. They're trying to focus on. Uh, some of their older vehicles doing support, like I said, with my 944, that's one of those cars that, hey, how do you find 86? How do you find parts? Um, and it was very, it, a long time ago, it was very difficult. Now it's two, three days wait, and I'm getting parts. And that is pretty impressive. Like, I like that. I want to see that more with brands like Ferrari. Ferrari doesn't, I don't think they do very well with that. Um, a lot of the stuff with their older, older, older vehicles, they have a lot more I guess, if you will, time frame that a lot of people work more on the old, old, old Ferraris. And that's the thing is, is with those, there become problems where people have to fabricate or build parts or do something different. I'd like to see Ferrari do that, have that experience. Uh, but Lambo has already done it. They did it in Manhattan. They have the Lamborghini Lounge. And that's something that you don't go in to buy a car. You can configure a car. You can put stuff together. But you sit down. They have an Italian chef. They go over the history of cars. They even have like a little sit-down driving system that you can drive the cars in. And I think that is amazing. So there has been a lot of pushback on this thing with Porsche with uh, from dealers that says um, that you know with EVs coming in, they're not repair oriented. So repair shops are going to be. I, I think we're moving towards kind of that famine area when it comes to that. Um, and they believe that this could push for further failure. And I really don't feel that that is kind of the way it could be now could you do this wrong could you kind of just put it out there and put some pictures up and some cars in a corner and then kind of not have that feel that you need to absolutely uh to do this right you're going to have to have something like putting a chef or food or not you know not just the the little instant coffee thing over there have somebody that's actually a coffee person that's making coffee in the back um have events so the big thing that we kept saying is this having these tech days or having uh, performance or um, upkeep days. So tell people how to wash their car, tell it, show them how to do all the stuff that usually, I mean, most of these dealerships, you don't handle this stuff. So 
it's no big deal to look at somebody and go, hey, uh, one big thing, for instance, for the Lamborghini, here's a people who own E-Gear. There was a long time, especially with the Murcielagos in its early days and the early Gallardos, that I really looked at people and I said, "This is you don't want to drive this car like this. You're going to burn the clutch out. And I don't think they got it. It was something that was hard to get hold of because it wasn't like any other. It wasn't a, a traditional automatic where you could drive it that way. It was a manual transmission that was electronically controlled. And it was something that people needed to learn. Now, that's something that you're not going to you're not going to go over in the delivery process. We never went over it in the delivery process. Like you press the gas and you you know hit the flipper and you're you're good to go. Um, but that's the thing is, is it's something that somebody would say, hey, I want to make this thing last longer. Um, that's where your Porsche. Hey, you have an older Porsche. There's a huge community of guys out there that support this old world that uh, they have a newer Porsche that they drive 300,000 miles. I've seen these cars, 320, uh, even more I'm sure is out there that they want to upkeep these cars and they want to have the one car that they daily. And then the one car that they take to the track or their, this is their old collector car. Like I have my 86, uh, these guys would, I would love to have a thing where we go up and we say, Hey, today we're going to go over this car and show you things that you can upkeep that you won't want to bring to the dealership. And there are points that you build those relationships, and I think it makes it stronger overall if you have that connection. But like I said, it can't be something where I just go in and see, you know, a couple little things here and there. I want to go in and have an experience. And the reason is is because dealerships are pressure-oriented. They are extreme pressure. A lot of you guys out there, and, and please put it in the comments below, uh, tell me how much pressure you feel when you go to a dealership. I'm sure it's a lot. I mean, you feel that this there's going to be somebody that's going to come over. It's going to ask you, to, hey, would you like to value your trade in and look towards something new? And let me show you how to do this. And it's all about sales and this kind of thing. And people even go into service. People have stayed away from it because they don't see they see a build coming and they don't see that value. Uh, so that's the thing is, is the way to take that and push it into other areas is to making an environment where people want to come to your dealership to experience something not have that museum feel have that kind of quality of you know here's an old porsche this is you know here's a different brand here's something that's you know that we haven't had in a while uh like you said putting the 944 out there putting a an old you know 911 or something like that that people can experience and say wow that was what the cars were like look at the comparison of my car versus this car you know how did these cars come about uh tvs you know sharing information share the news put us on your your little channel out there and have us talk to, to these people that are coming in and and saying hey we're going to sit down and we're going to have you know, a little bit of food, listen to some radio, some music on the TV here and listen to some people talking, whatever brand you're in, if it's Porsche or Lamborghini, Ferrari, whatever it is, uh, and have that conversation of where we're talking about the brands, talking about their values, even talking about the people that sell the cars themselves. Like, let's be introduced to, to something that's, but make sure it's interesting. Make sure it's something where I'm getting into it and I'm not feeling like a, a hand on my shoulder patting on me going like, hey, I know you like the video, but uh, would you like to buy a car? And that's the thing is, is if people feel comfortable and they're coming in, I'm telling you, I know people are going to argue with me about this, but if you have your people coming in on a regular basis and you have your customers walk in the door and they continue to see the new stuff that's coming in, you can't expect them to not go, hey, let's have a test drive. You know, my car does feel a little bit long in the tooth. Maybe I'd think about something new. 
Uh, and if the thing is, is if the stuff is in there for them to be excited about it and jump in, you'd be amazed at how many of these buyers, especially friends of mine, have not traded in a car, but said, you know what, I'm going to add my third or fourth to my collection. So it, you'd be amazed at where it goes, but you got to treat it right. If you don't treat it right, it, it's not going to treat you back. And, and the the people who are the detractors from this were will end up being right just because, you know, it wasn't handled right, not because it wasn't done right or that it was a bad idea. So thank you guys for tuning in today. I hope you like that. A uh, little bit of automotive news, a little bit of opinionation in there too. Uh, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to input from you guys about what you want to hear, what the stuff that we said today. What do you feel about this new system that's coming out, this new world that we have? Will people be old, holding on to their cars longer and longer and longer? Or will there come a point where dealerships really are choking so badly that they have to redefine how they are as dealerships? And I really think that day is coming. But in the real question is, is how soon uh, and if it will ever or how it will ever. We don't know what that future is going to hold because, you know, no, I'm pretty sure nobody can read the future quite yet. But if you can, put it in the comments. Thank you, guys. Check out these other videos. Check out more coming from the Automotive News. We're great to see you again. And we're going to be back coming again this Wednesday. Talk to you then. Have a great day. And uh, see you soon.